Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I just have a joke for the beginning. Two hillbillies are sipping shine on the front porch when a truck went by loaded full of rolls of sod. The first one says, I'm going to do that when I win that there lottery. Uh, Do what? Asked the second hillbilly. Send my lawn out to get mowed. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could do that. Fuck yeah, that would be awesome. Yes, it would. Like, yeah, can you guys pick up my lawn? It's really bad. <laughs> I actually, I want to get the fake lawn stuff. That's, that's sod. No, I mean like it's oh, like the fake, fake, fake. Yeah. Where you don't, it doesn't grow. Right. I hear it's really expensive though. Um, I heard that it is like too hot to walk on in the summer. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like in bare feet. Oh. Like it's it's like well it's fake yeah so the sun like absorbs the heat on it really bad oh. so it well, gets really hot I don't ever go out in the grass so. that's like the only complaint I've ever heard about it though which yeah. you know I don't know anybody I just heard it on a podcast once so I don't know anybody with that so it could yeah, be great I don't know. okay now I have some people that have either been to a wedding that someone has objected or interrupted. Or people who have objected or interrupted. Okay. Uh, first one, I objected. I was asked to leave and she married him anyway. Uh, he cheated on her and gave her an STI. They're now divorced and he's in prison for assault with a deadly weapon. And everyone still hates me for being right more than a decade later. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. I'm sorry. If someone objects... That is hot. I mean, if you're like into them. Yeah. Like fight for that woman. Mm -hmm. That's, oh man. She didn't listen though. Yeah, look what it got her. Had an uncle loudly clear his throat at that question. The stodgy old Baptist minister excused him from the service. When my parents got married, my dad's whole family loudly stormed out at that point, as my mom was originally a Protestant. He had 10 siblings, so imagine it was pretty awful. So I imagine it was pretty awful and long-winded. They've been married 40 years and don't speak to that side of the family, so no great loss. What a bunch of assholes. Seriously. And you know they came and, like, did that. Oh, they did that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I went to a wedding for for friends of mine. Beautiful bride and awesome groom were saying the vows. Unbeknownst to the family, the bride's ex-boyfriend snuck into the church all dressed up as a guest and blended in. Priest says his line and the ex-boyfriend stands up and says, I object. Some of the male family members escorted the guy out of the church by his feet with his, ba- with his back and head dragging on the ground. <laughs> It was pretty epic. (laughs) So was he there just objecting to be an asshole? Apparently. What a dick. I was a singer at a wedding and a dude said, I have something to say. The minister called him up to the front and the couple, the guy who spoke up, the minister and the best man went into the vestry. Everyone in the congregation was dead silent. After about five minutes, the best man came out and said, Sorry, everyone, it's off. Please feel free to go to the reception if you'd like. It's all paid for, but no wedding today. Obviously, the congregation who knew and presumably loved the couple were really upset. So they never found out what was going on? I don't, I guess not. One of them cheated. Probably. And this was just a singer at the wedding, so she didn't actually know them, Mm. it sounds like. Uh, I was three years old. It was my mom's cousin's wedding. I was arguing with my older brother, would have been about seven, after he took my seat during the service, and I was very determined to get it back. During the silence, as the vicar asks if anyone has any objections, a cry was heard from me. I was there first! (laughs) 
great timing on my part. I have no memory of it, but my family still likes to tell that story. <laughs> That's great. Uh, my father officiates wedding. One time when he asks the, gr- uh, the question, one of the groomsmen steps forward and goes into a big long speech about how they shouldn't get married without really explaining why, other than don't get married. He finally finished, and my father said the groom looked like he was going to murder the man, and the bride just looked shocked. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, at his own wedding, my brother responded with, don't worry, she isn't here. Very funny, but he got a ticking off from the regist- registrar. My grandmother objected and said, I'm the grandmother, and I just love my grandson. Alrighty. <laughs> okay. Saw a video of a couple who was having a Wild West-themed wedding. When the minister asked the question, a guy stood up and objected. The bride grabbed the groom's revolver, shot a blank at him, and asked if anyone else had something to say (laughs) before the now-dead objector was hauled out. It was a joke, and everyone was in on it, so it was actually kind of funny. That's cute. That is cute. It's, like, perfect for their theme. Yeah. (laughs) That's so cute. I attended a friend's wedding, and someone did this. I think he was a cousin, but he made a spectacle saying she was too good for him while yelling and shit. Super cringe. Everyone kind of nervously laughed and moved on. (laughs) I was at at a wedding where an old lady, a stranger, showed up and started yelling boo and yelling at the bride about betraying true love or something. That's from Princess Bride. Yes the hell traitor (laughs) boo boo I love that movie fuck yes it's the best I haven't watched it in so long oh my gosh you gotta watch it I think it's on Hulu I think I've got it oh (laughs) inconceivable okay and my last one The one and only time I went to a wedding, a girl stood up and objected and started saying he is not good enough for you. Turns out she was not there for the groom. She was there because she was in love with the bride. At one point, she stood up and punched the groom in the face, grabbed the bride, and they started to run away while everyone watched in disbelief. Didn't get very far before being caught, though. What the hell? (laughs) That's fucking weird. The bride was going along with it? Uh, It sounded like it. Weird. Maybe she loved her t- her back. Maybe her parents were really religious and she didn't think they would. Who knows? Oh, no. All right. This week I am doing people share their close calls with the Grim Reaper. Ooh, creepy. My girlfriend and I had just picked up a bunch of metal fence posts and stacked them in the back of her car. As we neared being done, I had a flash of panic, realizing that the points were aimed right at us if we got in a car crash. So I turned the whole pile to be cockeyed so it wouldn't be dead on. On the way home, we hit construction. We stopped at the giant flashing traffic light. The guy behind us didn't stop. We got rear-ended by an SUV doing 60+. I instantly had that same flash of panic and looked over at my girlfriend. She was fine. I look down. I'm fine. Look in the back. The fence, fence posts are firmly wedged into the sides of the car after being slammed forward by the rear end crumbling. Oh, my gosh. Wow, that's some good thinking. Yeah. I kept having bad dreams of me being crushed due to random shit falling on me. Nothing out of the ordinary, but then it changed. It became a repeating nightmare 24-7 of me waking up at 12.37 a.m., and my ceiling caving in on top of me. The only variance in the dreams were the times I woke up. 3.45 a.m., 7.49 a.m., 1.52 a.m., until eventually I woke up and 12.35 a.m. I calmed myself down and started to hear creaking. Me, in my paranoid state, moved into my closet thinking, the roof is going to collapse. Gotta get out of here. Gotta get out of here. Only to hear the loudest crash I (gasps) have ever heard. As I was going to assess the damage, I realized I couldn't open the closet door. The roof barricaded me in. I started calming myself down when I hear my mother let out the most heartbreaking scream I'd ever heard. 
I started full on charging the doors to the closet. Long story short, me, my parents, my two dogs, and my cat managed to get out without a scratch. It's not the fact that I almost died that still scares me, but the fact I subconsciously knew what would happen days before it would happen. Oh my God. I got chills. Fuck yes. How did he know? I don't know. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. That is crazy. And like, is that a guardian angel? Is that something? I don't know. Is it precog? Yeah, maybe. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Not me, but when my mom was a teenager, she started to date this bit. She started to date this older guy that my grandma had a really bad feeling about. Not just a, I don't like that boy for you thing, but a stay away from him, something's wrong feeling. She tells her not to see him, forbids her, prevents her from going over to his house. One night, she sneaks out and goes to meet him. He said he, it was really important that he see her that night. She gets to his house later, swarmed with cops. She found out he was luring young women to his house and killing them, and had uncovered several remains buried in his yard. I would say she learned her lesson, but my mom is a sweet soul. She's too trusting and gullible because I think she sees the good in people. Luckily, nothing like that has happened again. Edit. Update for everyone asking. It was in Florida in the late 60s. She said his name was Ozzy, probably a nickname. Doesn't remember much else about it. She was a wild child and dated someone else after. (laughs) That's so scary. I know. Always listen to your mother. Yes. And we never do. I know. (laughs) When we're that age. Never. I know. It's so bad. Because we know everything. (laughs) It was April 2015. I was about to get married to the love of my life in three months. Me and two friends decided to go to Nepal for a festival before I took the plunge. It was Sunday morning and we were getting ready to catch the bus that took us to the festival. One of my buddies was ready with his shoes on and bags packed. I was almost ready, just had to put shoes on and do a final round of stuffing my things in my backpack. The third guy was still lazing around on the bed. At the moment I was asking the lazy guy to get dressed, the biggest earthquake in the area, 8.4 Richter scale, struck everyone. The longest and most terrifying 20 seconds of my life went by, but the building stood at ground. At that moment, I I could feel that there will be aftershocks and this building may not survive. We collected everything we had to and ran out of our room on the second floor. Navigated broken glass while running barefoot, severed pipes, leaking cooking gas, and general commotion. It took us 10 seconds to jump staircases and get out. 12 seconds later, 7.8 scale aftershock hit again, and the roof of the second floor caved in. Oh, my God. Two two tourists we met the day before died in there. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. 8.4? 8.4? That's insane. I'm surprised that building stood the yeah. first time. Really? Oh my gosh. I was at a mall in a Barnes & Nobles. I knew something was off and decided to leave without purchasing anything. I came home to my sister crying because she thought I was dead. She turned on the news and there had been a gang shooting inside the Barnes & Nobles about 15 minutes after I left. What? Mm. Holy shit. Why would they pick a Barnes and Noble? I don't know. That's weird. Maybe that's just where it ended up or something. Maybe. It was attached to a mall, it yeah. sounds like. so. <laughs> My dad is a truck driver and has always told me if you are on the interstate near a semi and smell burnt rubber, get away from them because they are about to blow a tire. One day, driving to work, I smell burnt rubber. There was a semi next to me, so I sped up to get ahead of him. Next thing I know, I see a huge crash in my rear view with one car going airborne and flipping. Holy shit. I called the accident in to 911 and then watched the news and papers the rest of the day. Thankfully, no fatalities, but it was nasty. The semi blew a tire and the car next to it in the middle lane swerved to avoid the tire fragment and hit the car in the far lane, causing it to flip. I I would have been right in the middle of all of it. Oh my gosh. Listen to your dad in that case, man. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't either. That's a great, yeah, great tip. Hmm. My grandfather was lighting the pilot light on a very old oven that hadn't been used in a while. I was sitting on a chair across the room watching, about 11 years old, when I had this overwhelming feeling that I had to move immediately. 
I got up, walked to the other side of the room. Within seconds, a huge fireball went flying from the oven to the spot where I had been sitting. What? Shattering the window behind and damaging the wall. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think I'm just going to walk over here. <laughs> I was climbing a 90 degree dirt wall at an abandoned rock quarry in my area with a buddy to get to the top of the over 50 foot ledge for the view. It was only a 25 foot climb up after we finished the easy part. I used the embedded rocks and roots as my grip and footing, but grabbed a bad rock near the top of the climb and it fell out. I fell for a good 10 feet and grabbed the multiple roots, which all ripped out. About halfway down, I grabbed a strong root and caught myself, which was good because the footing at the beginning of the end, <laughs> which was good because the footing at the beginning of the end climb was about the length of my foot and a half, so I would have fallen much farther than I did. That wasn't the only time I've escaped death, but it's what stuck out the most. Well, when you put yourself in that situation... I know. What? I don't... It was a nice view. <laughs> what causes people to want to climb mountains? But there was a nice view. I... <laughs> that, that's why. Literally. It's like, okay. What? And then the people that jump out of perfectly good airplanes. <laughs> I... Why? Or yeah, people that I go... Mean, Diving in the ocean. Uh, no, I know. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I was working as part of a BA team in a house fire. We were in the converted roof space, which was being used for a bedroom. We were standing in the doorway as the heat from the fire was strong and stopping us progressing further. As we sat in the doorway, I just came over feeling very unwell Something wasn't sitting right with me, and I was feeling very sick. I said to my partner, let's get out of here, and as we were going down the stairs, we overheard the evacuation whistle. We dropped everything and bolted out of the house in time as the roof collapsed in and crushed the first and second floor beneath it, right where we were standing. We got out with such speed that my partner practically threw himself down the stairs <laughs> face first and had a minor hairline fracture to his elbow. Oh, shit. We were visiting Kenya and were at a typical tourist spot in Mombasa, Mombasa called the Lighthouse. A van pulls up with three officers and they tell us to get in right now as we are under arrest. <laughs> we were told never to get in any vans and to fight back. So my sister, being five feet tall, starts to argue and says, no, show me your badge number. They back down and leave. The next day we read that an Indian family was kidnapped by three thieves dressed as police officers. Their bodies were found dumped off of a nearby cliff. Oh, my gosh. It's horrible. What was wrong with people? I really don't know. I had just finished primary school, so probably around 11 years old. One of my old classmates had invited me out to go to a park with her and her mother. Usually, my mom would be pretty chill with letting me go, but had a weird feeling and said we'd do something together instead. A week later, we found out that that friend's mom went nuts that day and tried attacking my friend in the park. What? Luckily, she survived by using her arms to take the brunt of the damage. Wasn't sure whether my presence would have prevented the attack or that we both would have ended up kid kebabs. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like a mother attacking her child in the broad. What the fuck? Just oh my out gosh. of the blue, I guess. I don't know. Who knows if it was out of the blue. But. Yeah. When I was really little, I woke up in the middle of the night and my fan was on. This was weird because I never turn it on myself. It was wobbling uncontrollably and something inside of me told me to leave. So I immediately ran downstairs to get help from my parents. When we returned to my room, the fan blade was on my pillow right where my head was. Yeah. It still freaks me out thinking about it. Holy shit. Didn't the ceiling in your room yeah. fall? Yeah. Landed on your pillow? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We got up early that day to go garage sailing. Yeah. And when we came home, there was a big old piece of ceiling on my pillow. Oh, my gosh. That's so scary. I know. I fell asleep with a lit candle in my room. In the middle of the night, I felt shaking on my shoulders and heard someone shouting, Mom, at me. When I woke up, 
The wall to my bedroom was on fire. I barely slipped out the door before the whole room got swallowed. I can't believe I woke up when I did. Holy shit. Several years ago, we were visiting my college during my holiday with family. We went to the beach. It's a small beach with about 30 meters of sand. On this day, I could hardly see any sand. So I asked my family to leave soon. I don't like the high tide today. We get back to our hotel and find out there was a tsunami and two people on that beach washed away. Oh my gosh. So scary. In high school, was talking to some friends after class. Our next classes were pretty close. We always had a bit of time to chat. Got this weird feeling and said, let's start walking. We just exited the classroom when a car flew over an embankment and slammed through the wall where we just were. Car passed by me so close the bumper tapped my bag. Some drunk driver coming back from a casino blacked out at the wheel. No major injuries. A few cuts and scrapes from debris, but if we'd hung around like we normally did, it would have hit three of us. Holy crap. So scary. I always think about shit like that. I, yeah. I'd be, I'll be sitting here and I'll be like, I wonder what would happen if a car came through my I I think about that too. Right now. Yeah. I always think like because my, my house is on a corner, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I always picture, like, what tra- trajectory it would take and where it might hit. Yeah. And, like, oh, my gosh. And then I realize, eh, I'm fucked either way, so <laughs> it don't matter. One day I was taking a hot bath, as I love to do. When I was laying down in the tub chilling, I started to feel so relaxed that I was slowly getting sleepy. Pretty normal thing in a hot bath, but then I remembered that a water heater fueled by gas was acting weird for a couple days. I got scared because I realized I could get carbon monoxide poisoning. I tried tried to get off the tub, but I just fell down on the floor. I crawled naked out of the bathroom and took a deep breath of fresh air. The next couple of days, I couldn't move out of my bed because of an extreme headache which i read later was one of the symptoms of monoxide poisoning if i fell asleep there i would be dead now holy crap obviously not supposed to be dead yeah august 28 1988 my brother and i were at the ramstein air show it wasn't a we need to get out of here feeling but i suddenly felt really really hungry even though I had eaten not too long before. So I convinced my brother to work our way through the crowd to one of the food stands. As we're waiting for my food, somebody began their routine, (laughs) ending in tragedy. Had I not had that inexplicable need to stuff my face, we'd have been among the crowd where the plane crashed. Huh? So... (laughs) So they're waiting for their food. This fritchy tricolory, I don't know. Must be an airplane. Oh, okay. They I, began their I routine, understand. ending in tragedy. So I so guess it, it crashed. crashed. And they didn't write that very well. No, they didn't explain anything. No, except they how they got an inexplicable hunger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Last winter, we had a ton of snow in the up UP. Huh? I don't know. I have no idea. During one of the winter storms, we lost power in the morning, and I thought we better build a nice fire in the fireplace because the storm was just starting. I needed to haul a bunch of wood from the shed, so I got a sled and my snowshoes and got to the wood woodshed. I load up the sled and start strapping in my snowshoes when the wind gust starts picking up. I watched the two... 150-foot pine tree swaying 15 to 20 feet up at the top while continuing to strap in. The wind gusts down a bit, and here's my chance. I grab the pull harness and start pulling. I make it about four steps, and the gusts pick up, like way more than previously. I get that odd, almost creepy feeling in my whole body, like if someone tells you there are a bunch of spiders on your back and you do a little freak-out dance. (laughs) I drop the harness and sprint as fast as I can back to the woodshed, and with my back turned to the tree, I hear a loud crack and thump. When I turn around, one of those pines dropped a 30-foot branch about four feet in front of my tracks. Totally would have killed me instantly. I decided hauling the wood one armful at a time through the garage and house was safer. (laughs) Sweeping isn't fun, but it's better than being dead. 
Wow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Back in high school, I usually didn't like wearing a seatbelt and only wore them because I didn't want my friends to get a ticket because of me. One time after going to the lake, something told me that I really needed to put on my seatbelt. On the way back, we got cut off by a car and our car flipped three times and my leg got stuck under the car when we stopped. Thank God I put my seatbelt on because that could have been my whole body. Whoa. And this is my last one. I live in Maine, which has some very rocky coastlines and the tides can be deadly if you're caught off guard while exploring the craggy shores and cliffs. One day, I was out with my girlfriend and a mutual friend exploring tide pools and the like. We decided to go to an outcrop that was just poking out of the water. I feel the wind start to pick up and the sky was getting darker. Cue GTFO feeling. I'm trying to explain to my company we need to seek higher ground and soon. They follow me as we make our way back across the slippery jagged rocks and no sooner than getting on solid ground did a huge crash of waves thunder behind us as we turned to see the rocks we were exploring are now hidden from view, obscured now by the rapidly receding pool of the water and sea foam. If we weren't pulled out to sea, we would have been ground up by the waves thrashing against the rocks. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Okay, these are ear the eerie experiences people have experienced and no one believes them. So we will judge that. <laughs> Okay, I was using resistance bands in, uh, to exercise in our school gym. We had double doors with the post in the middle so the doors could close. So I wrapped the band around the post. I started pulling and a loose screw popped out so the post came flying out at me. Only one or two inches from my neck, pretty close to one of my blood vessels too. Luckily it hit me closer to my shoulder, but I still landed on my back from the force. If not for a gym teacher, nurse, and four or five students, no one would believe it. What? So the steel post between double doors came off? Well, it sounded like a screw popped out. Oh. And the post came flying out and mm-hmm. like I thought it. that was a whole... I did too. Like steel, like all around the door. I thought that was one piece. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I'm I'm working up from the crappiest stories to the best. Oh. So that was the crappiest out of all okay. of them. So. All right. Okay. So there's this local legend that there's a cult that practices deep in the woods in my area. One night, my friend and I decided to go hike in the woods at like 1 a.m. He said he knew the area. I did not at all. Unsurprisingly, he gets us lost. As we're wandering around aimlessly, we hear what sounds like dozens of voices chanting all at once. Immediately, our first assumption is we found the cult, because this is literally like two miles into the woods off of this road that's in the middle of nowhere, no houses or anything for miles. We walk closer to investigate because we're actual idiots, and this coyote appears on the trail in front of us. I swear it's some kind of spiritual thing or something because it literally appeared out of nowhere. My friend gets spooked and threw a a gallon of milk at it. (laughs) Why do they have a gallon of milk? He bought the milk with him to drink. He's a strange one. (laughs) Alrighty. (laughs) Coyote runs off. We decide that we should probably rethink our investigation, especially considering we probably made enough noise to alert them anyway. I tell people this story and they find it entertaining, but I don't think anyone actually believes me. Threw a gallon of milk at it. It's like, where the hell do you get a gallon of milk what? in the woods? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I, well, he said he was strange. So. Yeah, that's true. Okay, when I was seven or eight, I just got done watching an episode of America's Most Wanted, and I went out onto the front porch to blow some bubbles. As I was doing this, I saw a guy run out of my neighbor's house and hide behind some bushes, armed. Then I realized I hear police sirens getting closer. They suddenly stop before they get to my street. The guy looks over at me, makes a shush gesture, then runs across our lawn to another neighbor's yard. To this day, I swear to God this is true, I recognized his face from one of the guys on America's Most Wanted. 
I don't remember who. As far as I know, the cops didn't find him, and no one in my family believes that it happened. I was frozen in fear or shock until he ran out of my sight, at which point I ran back inside and told my parents what I saw. I don't blame them for not believing me, but at the very least, I did see a wanted criminal run across our yard that day. (laughs) That is very um, coincidental. Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) Especially at seven or eight years old. Yes. Just saying. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I think my friends and I almost got struck by lightning or some electrical phenomenon in Ontario. When I was between five and seven, it was torrential rain, thundering, and very humid outside. I was ready to go in, but my friends, two sisters who were my age and younger, who lived across the street from me, were stuck outside. I believe their teenage brother had locked them out as a joke. I was standing across their lawn debating going in or sitting with them on their stoop as the younger sister was crying out of fear because of the thunder. Suddenly, a huge ball of bluish-white light came down from out of nowhere and seemed to strike the lawn between us. I remember it looked like it was spiraling or spinning like a super bouncer. It seemed to bounce off the ground and then disappeared. The little sister screamed bloody murder, and they both dropped their umbrellas they were holding. I ran the fuck inside my house, when, and I remember still seeing the light when I closed my eyes, and it haunted me for quite a while. The lawn didn't look damaged. Uh, My mom thinks it was my imagination. Hmm. Why why would you imagine something like that? Mm. Uh, These are all very, very young people, Mm. I've noticed. Uh, When I was around... The ages of four or five, I would constantly see weird things in my bedroom at night. There would often be shadows on the wall talking to each other. It happened so often that I just took them to be normal occurrences. I saw all sorts of weird things at night, but the shadows were one of the things I saw most often. One night in particular, I was dreaming about being in a large landscape of rolling green hills. Dotting the hills were odd buffalo-type creatures. Something seemed off about them. They seemed unnatural, evil, and slightly slightly monstrous. I started to get scared and woke up. Laying in my bed, I turned over and saw a horned shadow figure on the wall directly above my door. I tried to ignore it and flipped back over. I could feel it watching me and kept flipping back, hope, hoping it would be gone, but it was always there. It was staring and smiling. After a while, I couldn't take it anymore, so I started yelling for my mom. As soon as she came in, it vanished. I have no good way to explain the things I saw as a child. There seemed to oftentimes be a blurring between my dreaming state and awakened state, so I may have just had a very active and odd imagination to the point where I was truly hallucinating on a regular basis. When I was about six years old, I had had enough of the craft, so I remember opening the front door of our house and screaming, get out, to everything that was bothering me. (laughs) That's when my nights began to become more normal, and I eventually never had uh, any more problems with them. Hmm, That's weird. Might be all I'm said. An out-of-body experience, which I hope is never repeated, almost crapped myself in fear. I was about 11, maybe younger, hard to remember and was sick at school in the nurse's station, called a sick room at my school. Lying on a camp bed, feeling just generally weird, looking out the very tall, thin windows that are typical of Victorian schools in the UK. Then I felt this strange, I can only call it a juke to the side, but mentally, and saw myself outside the window looking in, and at the same time I was looking out from the bed through the window at myself floating outside. Apparently I yelled, but don't remember that part. Then the nurse called my mom to pick me up and I went home. I think I slept the rest of the day, but have no clear memories of that part. Did that make sense at all? Kind of. I mean, I could get the gist of it. They saw themselves like outside the window and, but they were sick and Mm. that's very strange. Not sure if this is the scariest, but grew up for a while in this shitty apartment complex in a bad part of California, early 2000s. One night, my little kid self woke up in the middle of the night, went out to get something to eat, I think, and took one look in the living room. Huge, strange man is kneeling next to the TV. Big mustache, has a gun. 
We just stare at each other. I slowly walk back into my room and go to sleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> Next morning, I tell my mom what happened and she calls the police. The part no one believes is the dude took our fucking weed, but not a single sensor thing that uh, that you needed for it to actually work. <laughs> he's probably in the middle of it. And he's like, oh, shit, I better go. Kids awake. <laughs> <laughs> but... Joke's on him because the kid just went back to sleep. <laughs> Jeez. Could have taken whatever he wanted. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Man, what would you do if in the morning you'd be like, oh, guess what happened to me last night, Mom? <laughs> I, I got up and saw a man in our house. Oh, my God. I'm pissed. Fuck yeah. She was probably so, oh, my God. Anyway. Next one, I was playing outside by myself, and a truck kept driving down the streets. I got uncomfortable and started to walk home, and they followed. I stopped, they stopped. I ran, they drove faster. I started sprinting home, and when I came near other people, they turned around and drove away. When I arrived home, I told my mom and dad, nobody believed me. It's been five years, and I'm still shocked. Why wouldn't they believe them? I don't know. I'd be like, you are not leaving this house. Exactly. Forever. And if you are making it up, ha, you just messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me and you're going to fake Either way, you're not leaving. <laughs> um, next one, my bathroom is weird. One time it illuminated from the outside as if someone put headlights up to, up to the window. Empty lots behind me and next to me. No outside light source. Same bathroom. I often find the bottom vanity drawer pulled out completely and on the floor it would be lifted it would have to be lifted off the rollers uh same bathroom cat was growling and freaking out and doing the stalk stance mm. hmm. creepy something's <clears throat> in that bathroom yeah it sounds like it next one i grew up in a haunted house nobody nobody believes most of the shit that happened to me the top out of everything that nobody believes I was yanked out of my bed by my ankles in the middle of the night. Oh my God, no way. That That's just something that's so fucking scary. We don't want to believe it. Mm -hmm. That's not, no, that didn't happen. That was on, uh, caught on camera. Oh my gosh. Remember that what? one? No. So it shows a guy on a bed and oh, his legs are oh lifted. Oh my gosh, and... yes, I remember that one. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, next one. I always put my keys in the exact same spot after I get home from work, no matter what. They always go in the dish in my living room. One day last August, I had been home from work for a few hours and was cooking dinner when I thought of where, when the thought of where are your keys got stuck in my head. I looked around the corner, sure as shit, I was going to see my keys in the dish, but there were no keys. I looked around the surrounding area and expanded my search to my purse, jacket, bedroom, only to turn up empty. I drove home from work and let myself in with my keys. I was home alone, and my roommates had been out of town for a few days at that point, so I knew I had them, and I knew no one would have moved them. I flipped my house upside down, searching for about four hours before I half-heartedly shook my heaviest winter coat hanging in the back of my closet. I found them zipped up in the inside pocket of a coat I hadn't worn since mid-February at the latest. Ooh. Everyone always brushes this, this story off as I must have moved them and forgot about them, but that makes no sense to me. I have absolutely no clue how they got there, and I really have four po I really only have four possible explanations. Paranormal activity, glitch in the matrix, I blacked out and moved them for whatever reason, or there was someone in my house and that was the only thing they did. Well, it's obviously a ghost and it's fucking with them because they got in their head and be like, what'd you do? Where'd you put your you're, keys? You're right. <laughs> I bet you think you know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Okay. It was the first anniversary of my aunt's death. She lived in the same house as me, but different apartment. I go to take a bath. 
The bathtub is positioned in a way that when you are inside, you are facing a window. Suddenly I hear a knock. I look at the window and I see a hand formed into a fist pulling quickly down, like someone knocked, then quickly disappeared. The thing is, my apartment was on the second floor and there's no way that someone could reach the window from outside at all. Now, looking back on it, I just tell myself it was my imagination, but then I know what I saw and no one believed me, of course. Yeah. Holy shit. Creepy. That is creepy. Next one, I grew up in a haunted house. My parents still live there to this day. Most traumatic experiences of my life. The one memory that tops the list is one I hate telling and rarely do. I would always wake up in the middle of the night and see shit. From as long as I can remember until I moved out at 18. One night, I was about six, I woke up to see a man and a woman dressed in all white, palest skin I had ever seen, both standing at the foot of my bed looking out the window. The woman looked average height while the man reached the ceiling. I tried to convince myself it wasn't real, that I was dreaming, until the man turned and looked at me. His eyes were red. I turned sideways and covered my head, trying again to convince myself I was dreaming. After a few minutes, I looked over the covers, and the man was now standing at the side of my bed, yeah. looking down at me. I remember nothing after that. Ooh. I talked to a specialist when I was older, thinking maybe I suffered from sleep paralysis due to these experiences, but that was not the case. In every experience, I could move and even ran out of my bedroom multiple times. Oh, my God. Holy. I just got major chills. So did that. I, like full body. Holy shit. Just, just the picture of him being as tall as a ceiling. Yeah, and that woman standing next to him. That's, oh, my gosh. Ugh. That's creepy as fuck. Okay. Next one, I was 20 at the time and was helping my girlfriend move from Alabama to Los Angeles. Because she had all of her belongings and her car, we decided to drive. At the time, she had a suspended license, so I was the one who was forced to drive the whole way. Because I didn't want to get any speeding tickets, I brought my radar detector from home to take with us on the drive. It was the second day of our trip, and we had recently crossed into New Mexico. At the time, it was already well past sunset, so most of my drive that day was spent on the I-10 at night. I remember stopping that night really late, around 11 or 12, at a rest stop in Gage, New Mexico. The only thing there was a small area with many identical concrete structures covering picnic tables. As we were pulling in, the radar detector started going haywire, showing codes for multiple different bands, including X, K, A, and laser all at once. I turned the radar detector off, not really thinking much of it at the time, and pulled into a picnic area near the back. From what I remember, I was going to eat a snack or something to tide me over, and as I grabbed the food from the middle row, I heard a low rumble or squeak as if someone was rubbing their palm along the side of the car. As I was grabbing some items from a bag in my lap, my girlfriend at the time grabbed my arm with, om with the most intense grip and fear and just started saying, we gotta go, we gotta go, with increasing panic. I'll never forget what I saw, to be honest. In her side mirror, there was a large, rough silhouette leaning against the car just past the back door. Even from a glance, I could tell that the figure had to be much taller than the SUV, as it looked a bit hunched over. Seeing this, I immediately started to panic, uh, as I was not sure if this was a person, animal, or what. As I was fumbling for my keys in the cup holder, I glanced in my side mirror and saw the exact same figure motionless against the side of the car. A few seconds later, I started the car and punched it out of there. Where our car was parked, there was nothing visible from the light coming from the picnic awning. I'm, a huge, I'm not a huge believer in paranormal stuff, but this was an experience that I would 100% call my only real paranormal encounter. Ugh. Creepy. It's very creepy. Tall, shadowy shape was leaning against <laughs> the car. <laughs> okay, and this is my last one. I live in an in an extremely old house. It creaks, it groans. The house isn't completely level, so sometimes unlatched, 
unlatched doors swing open on their own, but really because physics. If you sat in my house on a windy day, you'd swear to God it was haunted because the window frames aren't great and the wind screams through the gaps and rattles the glass as though it were angered. I've lived there. I've lived here for a couple years now. I know every noise this house makes like the back of my hand. I hardly notice it these days, which is why I found it odd that when I was brushing my teeth one night a few months ago, I clearly heard two men's voices on the other side of my bathroom door. Now, it's just me, the dogs, and my boyfriend here. My boyfriend was across the hall laying in bed, and the dogs were with him. The voices I heard were clear as day, two older gentlemen. Should we tell him? No, indistinct mumbling. They in there? And the second voice did not reply. I obviously yanked the bedroom door open and see, and looked to see who was in my hallway, but there was no one there. I listened for a few minutes, thinking maybe I heard the TV or something. I don't hear anything. I call out and ask if my boyfriend said anything. He hollers back no from where he's at in the bedroom. I go back to my nighttime routine, shut off the bathroom light, and now the hallway is dark. I'm going to go to the bedroom. I bring my hand down from turning the light switch off, and my hand brushes against a cold, rough-feeling hand. <laughs> like someone with a lot of calluses on their hands. I felt the thumb and palm distinctly, like someone had reached out to grab my hand, but my movement kind of pulled out of the grasp before they could actually grab my hand, if that makes sense. The hand came from behind me, from in the bathroom. <laughs> I obviously know there's no one in the bathroom. I just slept there. And then I heard someone mumble from behind me, not words exactly, just kind of a voice like someone grumbling under their breath. I jumped, turned the bathroom light back on, saw no one. I left the light on and hauled butt to the bedroom to tell my boyfriend what I had just had, what had just happened. I was extremely freaked out. We checked out the entire house for an intruder. No sign of any. Everything was locked up as usual. It's never happened again. I have no idea what it was. Ugh. Creepy. I like that one. I know it's scary. All right, those are mine. All right. Time for the witty wrap-up. Yay, witty wrap-up! I did funny tweets. Okay. That was a surprise. Yay. <laughs> Dudes be like, I can handle you, then fold when you have one attitude. <laughs> True story. Yeah. Dudes be like, money over bitches, and have neither. Uh, every Black Friday, y'all need a TV. What the fuck did you all do with the one from last year? That is so true. It is so true. But they're so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do small talk. I just asked the lady cutting my hair what she does for a living. Oh my gosh, that is beautiful. That is me. <laughs> like go to some place where they work. So you come here a lot? <laughs> Running a bath and my dog is looking nervous, so I show her my glass of wine to reassure her the bath is not for her. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> Jobs be asking me for three references, and I think I might start doing the same. Like, let me talk to three happy employees, please. Hey, I like it. That's actually a really good idea. It is. But no one would ever be able to hire anyone if that <laughs> happened. <laughs> It's crazy that they only figured out tectonic plates in the 60s. A child in the 50s would say, it seems like South America and Africa would fit together. And his mom would go, that's cute, honey. Would you like a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I don't remember who I was talking to, but talking about people, you know, people that smoke cigarettes mm -hmm. and how in the olden days, and this was even before me, so where people would like, Go grocery shopping and just oh, be yeah. smoking a cigarette in the grocery store. Yeah. I just cannot imagine that. Well, one of my friend's moms, like, she remembers walking through, like, Kmart with her mom smoking while she was yeah. smoking a cigarette. So, like, when I was young, it was still totally a thing. Yeah. I'm like, uh, smoking on airplanes? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I remember when I first started at Cauldron Brothers Vending. Mm -hmm. I worked there for 20 years. Yeah. 
when I first started working there, you could smoke at your desk. Yeah, it was like the 90s, right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was totally a thing. And like when you'd go to our restaurant and they'd ask you smoking or non, but it was yeah. like a half wall that would yeah. separate it. It didn't really separate <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> It was horrible. It just wouldn't be right in your and face. And if you weren't a smoker, you were always like, please don't sit me next to the yeah. smoking section. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so Crazy. funny. <laughs> um, my poor dog staring at me because she thinks her dinner is late because she doesn't understand daylight savings time. <laughs> See? It fucks with you. <laughs> it even fucks with the dog. If you've never gotten high and looked up top 40 pop music charts from the 1900s and 1910s, I would highly, highly recommend it. Just almost passed out laughing because Row, Row, Row Your Boat was on there. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm doing that. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> it does. I didn't even know they had that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Manipulators be like, yes, I hurt you, but now you hate me, so I am the true victim. Uh-huh. Sorry I'm late. I was giving my cat a hundred tiny kisses. <laughs> that takes a little time. It does. <laughs> Dogs are experts at humans. Cats are just disappointed we're such shitty cats. <laughs> Took my cat to the vet today, and I can't believe the amount of times I said, you're, you're being so brave in front of people. <laughs> when my wife gets upset at me i sneak into her netflix profile and give thumbs up to the most boring documentaries oh my gosh <laughs> that's hilarious and you know if you do that often enough like that's all they'll show you yeah it's a horrible <laughs> so mean it is <laughs> marriage is just asking each other is that a pimple on my back or a mole that will kill me back and forth until one of you dies oh my god so sad. Um, my husband walked out the door and told me to have a good day, like he doesn't even realize he's leaving me home with the children. <laughs> my husband asked me if our new hand towel was for decoration only. Is there an award? I feel like that he should get an award. <laughs> Wife was talking in her sleep, so I asked her where she hid the Halloween Reese's. She said the basement. She was messing with me because they weren't there. <laughs> Husband has an important Zoom interview, shaves, brushes teeth, and puts on a nice shirt. Husband approaching me for sex, rocking the fifth day of a music festival appearance and odor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wife doesn't buy me a birthday card every year, but our car insurance agent does. She intercepts it and uses it <laughs> as her card to me. I wish I made this up. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Me, I really need to fix the settings on my computer. Husband, you mean I need to fix the settings on your computer? Me, yes. that's what I said. <laughs> that is correct. And my last one. Sorry you were late, but my husband's keys were actually where I said they were. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, send in your stories. We need them. Goalsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can look us up on Facebook and request to join the group. Um, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. And we'll talk to you next week. Later. Bye.